Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Charlotte, welcome to Self Care Club. We're so thrilled to have you here. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thank you very much for having me, ladies. We were so excited to hear about your new retreat, The Dreaming. We brought it to our listeners a couple of months ago, but we would love to hear from you to tell anyone who doesn't know about it already, what is The Dreaming and what can they expect from it? So The Dreaming is a a beautiful place right in the heart of Wales. Um, It's... um, the house is the the old family home of the of Laura Ashley and her family, and I have been on a, a mission for the last two years to um, renovate that house and make it somewhere really special and um, <laughs> creative, let's say. And um, but more than anything, it, it's a, it's uh, it's about the land, really. It's about the nature that surrounds it. We're flanked by two waterfalls. There's lots of really magical places all around. Where it is in the Elan Valley is absolutely stunning, and a lot of it is really pristine, wild wilderness. Um, so, yes, but I mean, in terms of the experience, so that's just the place. In terms of the experience, what I wanted to create was um, a place where people were able to come and feel really held, like really nurtured, um, really peaceful, that they felt like they could rest. Um, But also, if necessary, then they feel like they can let go of some things um, and uh, onboard some, some new things. So really, it's a place which is about magic and creativity and rest, playfulness, wonder and discovery, Um, but also about cultivating compassionate community um, so that we can we can feel a part of the bigger picture. Um, So, yeah, that's just that's loads of words. It's it's really difficult to explain because it's so magical. Um, but uh, but that's that's. Have you always been into wellness, Charlotte? Not really. I think that I um um towards you know like probably midway through my twenties, I started going. Ah, uh, 
I don't want to go out every weekend with the girls and get pissed and then forget all the deep and meaningfuls we've had. Like, how can we get together in yeah. a way that, you know, we can be silly and free and, you know, connecting in a way that, you know, that is authentic and, you know, like like in a way that, that booze often brings, especially the first part, you know, where it's sort of reasonable. Yes. Um uh, and so I'm starting <laughs> the first, to, the first three I, start, <laughs> I started hosting little retreats in my back garden for all my girls. Um, and that's how it started really. Sweet. Um, just because it was like, okay, I, d- I love going out and partying with you all and it's totally awesome. And there's a place for that, but let's try, let's try doing something different. And you know what? We just had we just had these incredible experiences where we felt so connected to each other. We all felt like we were just oh, we felt like we were we were on cloud nine for for weeks, even months afterwards. So, so something about the alchemy of, of what it was just made us all feel better for for ages afterwards. And we did really simple things. We did like den building and foraging and a bit of um, dance, different sorts of dance, um, yoga, um, just just all sorts of stuff like that, really. We had really beautiful food. My husband cooked us all the food. What a sweetheart. (laughs) And... um, Nice. Yeah. And and, and so I've, I've not been... That's really when I started to think about well-being, well-being, wellness, you know. And I just started noticing things about myself and my own patterns of behavior and my own destructive patterns of behavior. Um, And, you know, I, I think for a long time I've been really interested in spirituality and different religions and particularly Eastern religions and the idea of attention and awareness and these sorts of things. Um, but yes, well-being came through the girls. Nice. Well, we're delighted that it has because we are beyond excited. We're going to be your guests, I think, in February or February March, March time and we are living for it. Yes. Can you tell us some of the treatments and practices that the dreaming offers? Because it's not like a normal retreat, is it? It's a, tr- it's a retreat with a bit of a twist. Yeah, I suppose, again, what I was looking to do is to is to make a space for people to come where they don't necessarily know the last nook and cranny of everything that's going to happen. Um, So it's not like, oh, you're coming here for a very specific yoga retreat or you're coming here for sound healing or I wanted it to be a a real mix of things so that actually people can dip their toe into all sorts of healing modalities that they wouldn't have been normally exposed to maybe. but also I wanted it to feel a bit spontaneous and fun. And again, it's like, like that childlike play and curiosity. Um, but the, the practices in the majority, they'll fall into three categories, which will be nature connection, sound healing and ceremony. Um, and so okay. there are a million different ways to explore these three different pillars. Um, but it will be things like stargazing, storytelling, loads of sound healing stuff, singing to the land, dancing, qigong, 
yoga. She's very excited. I mean, about I, the singing I, to the land. Beyond, beside, this is like the thing she keeps. <laughs> I want to sing to the land with Charlotte. Yeah. I do. It's like a dream come true. I just. It's. <laughs> can you tell us a bit more about the singing to the land? What does it symbolise? Why is it good for you? What are What are its benefits? Because I've seen it all over your Instagram, and it looks very magical, as you said. And there seems like there's a real spirituality it's attached to it, but. How did how did you come up with it? I, we've never heard of anything no. like that. So we'd love to hear from you what it's all about. Well, I I, I came across it from by um, a local a lady local to Powys um, called Sophie, and she had got in touch as a practitioner, and she said, "Do you ever go out and sing to the land?" And I was like, "I, I definitely sing outside, and I sing to myself, but I've never." intentionally sort of sang to the land and so she took me through through the forest through our forest and and just sort of showed me what she does as a personal practice she also takes groups out and and does this as a practitioner as well and she's amazing um and the principles are of it I mean there's a million different ways you can look at it right you can look at it um on a sort of altered consciousness sort of way and the idea that plants are alive and that um we are communicating with plants and that plants really really enjoy being serenaded they really like being sung to much like the rest of us um and so it is a very um quick way to connect with nature with the natural world and the more you do the more you do this practice the more you feel that the natural world comes to you like you're less of a predator you know you're less of a scary thing that's that's foreign in the landscape and actually you're there contributing to the sound of it all you know so you are you it starts to place you in nature as as you know inside nature as opposed to apart from it so that's that's for me that the most special and magical thing about singing to the land but if you're looking at it you know, from a scientific point of view, in terms of um, your respiratory system and breath and breathing, it's a really excellent practice. You're mm-hmm. outside, so the air quality is going to be better, particularly if you're in a natural space. So, you you know, whilst you're singing, you're taking in these big, deep, nourishing breaths full of fresh air. And then if you want to look at other ways to think about it, like I'm quite into polyvagal theory, Polyvagal theory is this whole understanding. Oh, it's this whole understanding of the nervous system, um, and it's really fascinating. It's all to do with the vagus nerve, um, and it's all to do with how we can um, help to soothe our nervous systems. Because the one one of the central points of polyvagal theory is that we are we are constantly co-regulating each other's nervous systems through lots of different things that we're doing through how our face looks like so there's there's lots of connecting bits um from the nervous system particularly from the vagus nerve which interact with the muscles in the face the and, and everything which controls the voice and the voice box so how we speak the like the tone of our voice how how we are how we are communicating with our faces it, it plays a big part in co-regulating other people's nervous systems. Um, and one of the best things that we can do for the vagus nerve is sing. 
Um, so, wow. I mean, okay. I, and I could go on in, in many different terms, in esoteric terms, in scientific terms, for the benefits of singing, but particularly the benefits of singing outside to nature. I'm just wondering, I'm sure the plants, sorry, that's my dog. I'm sure the plants absolutely love hearing you sing. I'm just wondering how they'll react to Lauren singing. <laughs> She's such a cow. <laughs> She's so horrible to me, Charlotte. I'm going to come to the retreat just to get away from you. I'm going in the vagina room alone. You can have your own room. I'm not sharing with you anymore. Are you going to be singing there in person? Will you be there? Yeah, I'll be there every Tuesday and Wednesday. So I'll be holding sound ceremonies and singing to the land and all sorts of other practices as well that I've been learning, different healing modalities which really speak to me. Um... So I, it, 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 it's not, this is like one of the first things, well, I'm not going to tell you actually, because I want it to be a surprise to people, but one of the first things that, that I want to try and do is to break down these barriers, break down these barriers of, of I can't sing or I don't make a nice noise. And so I, I think a, a lot... A lot of what we listen. We did a week of choir. Uh, and um, I'm just I'm just saying I don't want your forest to shrivel and die after <laughs> my visit because the plants might go no no it please won't. leave they won't. but also there's loads of, there's loads of ways that I can teach you to access something that you're going to be happy with the way it sounds um, there are not I'll be delighted it's just no one else will be <laughs> But that's all that it's about. It's it's not about, you know, we have been communicating through sound since time immemorial. You know, we we sang sure. and we made noises to each other before we could speak, before we had language. So this has always been mm. our mode. And but I think that we've got a very narrow because popular culture sort of presents us with you know a particular way and a particular way to sing and a particular way to sound and um, that that actually we forget that the idea of doing things like mimicking birdsong or, you know, finding ways in which to mimic all sorts of sounds that we hear within nature is still a modality. And actually then sometimes you'll end up singing and you won't even realise that you are, you know, and you won't, and it'll be a different way to how is you generally do. Is that a clue? Is that a clue? You've been, you've been, you're, you're, you're concentrating on doing something else. You know, you're concentrating on mimicking a sound or doing something else. So it doesn't feel as sort of like, don't make me sing. I can't sing. That's really exposing. And I don't want to sing. We've got, but it's a huge part of freeing the voice and freeing the voice means all sorts of things more than just singing. It means expression. It's expression of who you are. It's authenticity. It's all the things that you haven't said throughout your life. So it's a, it's a it's a deep practice to to free the voice. All the spiritual practices we've done and all the readings we've done, that's the one thing that always comes up for me, funnily enough, Your is throat. about finding my voice. My throat chakra is always blocked. Mm. So I think it's going to be... I mean, and maybe that's why when I went onto your Instagram and onto the, onto your website, it was the one thing that funnily enough, I was so, I have not stopped cracking on about it, have I? I was so drawn to that particular, (laughs) all right, that particular (laughs) practice. Um, 
What's the one thing that we absolutely mustn't miss out on whilst we're there? Or do you want to keep it a surprise because you, you kind of hinted at that earlier? No, sure. I mean, you know, there are there are things I suppose what I'm what I'm what I wanna do is is I really wanna allow it to be magical for people and special and surprising. And so I don't wanna just like give give it all away. But of course, like I, I also wanna talk about it and let people know what sort of thing they're gonna be, you know, paying money for. So it's it's also important to make sure people know the sorts of things that they're coming for so they know if they wanna come or not, you know? Um so for yeah. me, one of the most in, one of the most phenomenal things about the dreaming is the dawn and night turning to day because we've got um we're the second darkest night sky in the uk so uh, uh, many oh, times wow. many times in a week that the night sky is spectacular um and i often get awoken at about 4 a.m um which I don't when I'm at home in Cardiff at all. Like I'm a good sleeper, but whenever I'm at the dreaming, I often get awoken at about four a.m. and I'm just drawn outside. It's just like, come on, be pop, get outside. And um, and I'm just like, yeah, I have had at least one absolutely transcendental experience where I've just watched night turn to day. I've just watched the, the rising of the sun. I haven't done anything else. Um, you know, sometimes I've, I've, I've journaled, but this one particular time I literally just sat and watched it and it was heartbreakingly beautiful. Like it was just mind blowing. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases, thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultralight and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. This week we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. I used it the other day to plan all our social content for the next three months. It's made what's usually a really long daunting task, super quick, simple and streamlined, leaving us with more time and energy to focus on what truly matters, which is bringing self-care to the listeners and less stress for us. 
Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play and the Notion AI turns that knowledge into action. It can answer any question in seconds, summarise your meeting notes and keeps you completely organised. If you can think it, you can make it. It's become an integral part of our podcasting toolkit and we're calling it self-care. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. So often I think that lots of, um, lots of what we can do to make ourselves feel peaceful. And I think that is the aim really for me peaceful and you know a bit more neutral um can can be found in these very simple interactions with nature like nature is providing us with an absolutely phenomenal show every single day in in everything that happens in that day in the nightfall in the dusk in the dawn in the bird song in the the little beasties in the ground and everything that they're doing if you pay attention uh in in absolutely everything that that is happening in nature if you're paying attention it is a phenomenal show and so i think Whilst, you know, there are so many amazing healing modalities that really, really do work in making people feel better about themselves, better in their bodies, better in their minds, better in their hearts. Um, for me, uh, I, a lot of it is about just just going back to, to simplicity and to nature and, and drawing people's attention to this incredible natural show that we get daily Amazing. I just totally resonate with everything you're saying and, and one of the main things on our show we've done two and a half years of self-care and we've tried anything and everything the weirder the wackier the products the mental practice we've tried everything and the one thing that we always come back to and now it's a little bit of a mantra for us is that self-care true self-care and true well-being costs nothing it's free and it doesn't take yeah. up any more time. And this is exactly what you're pointing to. And it sounds like that's at the heart and the center of this retreat because it's about getting back to what we intuitively know, but actually our society takes us so far away from with modern technology. And I've just, I, I just, yeah. I love everything that you're pointing we, we, to. Thank you. <laughs> I, I think with modern technology, but also with like, you know, with consumerist consumerist capitalism gone to its absolute to to the to the nth degree, you know. So where everything that could possibly be commercialized and commoditized is is being wrapped up, and and we're told that we can't access it unless you pay pay a price for it. When actually, you know, part of what I really want to popularize is like you know, one of the most important things you can do for something like anxiety is learn how to breathe slower. It's so simple. Breathe through your nose, breathe slower. You know, it, it's like, it, it is so free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it doesn't, you don't need to go to special breathing classes. I mean, th there are a million ways that you can breathe. There are a million different breathing practices which can all help and all like really expand it. But the most important one is that is we breathe through our mouths and that's no good for us and we breathe too much and so like 
yeah, I'm 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 really passionate about um about helping people learn to self soothe, yeah. but also another thing that I'm really passionate that the that the dreaming can do, um, and, and that I really want to build into the experience is that people can take this stuff home with them. Mm. And they can become healers in their own homes, in their own families, in their own communities. That they go, oh, I learned, I learned this practice, and it was this breathing thing that was really simple. Or we we went dancing at dawn, and you know you can just go and do that in a park if you want with a with a group of people, and it's free. Yeah, it is. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like there's yeah. it, this lots of this stuff can be can be very simple and, and very, very accessible. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really I'm really passionate about that. Okay. But I'm interested. So with you ladies, what, what have been, obviously you've just said your findings mainly were that this stuff can be very accessible and very free. Um, but what, what have been your, your favourite things that you've come across? Well, she loved the choir. That was her top thing. I think that's why you're so into the singing to the land. It was like one of your favourite weeks. We joined a, a local choir and it was lovely, wasn't it? I, I found that. it like a religious experience. I cried in it just hearing all the voices yeah. come together. We were very fresh out of lockdown. So it's yeah. probably one of the first times that we'd been in a space with a lot of people as well. It was one of the first times that I'd heard live music in a couple of years. And there yeah. was something about... St- because it all came down to community, didn't it? And the, the stories and the people in the choir and what, and what brings them to and, choir and yeah. how, you know, it had saved some people's lives and it had brought them back to life just from singing uh, collectively. It, it healed so many wounds. Yeah. I just found it mm. totally powerful. What was your favourite? I mean, I, yeah. I'm always really scathing of the more spiritual stuff that we did. Like we did a week of Reiki and we did a week of crystal healing. And then ironically, I end up having these sort of transformative experiences from it. We did angel um, angel therapy with this woman who, you know, and you go into it and you think, oh, she's, she's going to be cuckoo. It's going to be, it was unbelievable. And it was unbelievable that week for me. She's a real skeptic wow. about when it comes to wellness and self-care, but she is learning that actually it's really good for you. I mean, we've done things like a week of tree hugging, yeah. which I still hug a tree. I still love hugging trees. And going back to what you were saying that, yeah. you know, there's always a show to be seen in nature. The the learning and the science that we can, and the wisdom that comes from just being around a tree was it, it was transformative because actually it just stands there and it stands tall and it does its thing and no one messes around with it and it and it does it all year round regardless well, and also of what's happening. It was there before you and it will be there after you're gone. So it puts everything into a lot of perspective because you realise everything is yeah transitory, especially us, you know. Yeah. And we both have yeah, dogs. Absolutely. So we walk every day with yes. our dogs and we live near Woodland, so that's you know, even though we're in London, we're near woodland so that's also quite nice we like a bit of ore walking that was one of our favorite i want to know about the rooms charlotte what's your favorite room at the dreaming which one should we stay in and why (sighs) oh my goodness oh it's really difficult because they've got they're all they've all got their own personality you know they're all really different so the Wanderer, I mean, they're all really, like, lavish in their way. They're all very 
there's something very comfortable about them. Like you, you don't feel like you can't put put a cup down anywhere. You know, it is really homely and warm. Um, I mean, I, I love the simplicity of the moon. It's really feminine. It's really simple and clean and pure. Um, but also, if I'm going to go mythic with it, there's something about the moon which sort of makes me think of the oracles at Delphi or, you know, some sort of ancient ancient female um, intuitive knowledge bringers sort of vibe. So I love the moon for that. It's also got a cracking moon-shaped bath, which is awesome. Oh, a moon-shaped um, bath or the vagina shower. It's a bit of a bit of an option. We, we've got to talk about the vagina shower, Charlotte. We, we because have to. We talk about vaginas incessantly on this show. Because I'm a doula, so vaginas yes. are my life. So we, we, we talk yes. about them a lot. We do. Don't we? Yeah. We do. It, I mean, yeah, is well, it actually... fascinating a, and complex things. Tell us about it. Was it actually inspired by the vagina or did it just sort of work out that way? Did it just way? happen like that? It just sort of became a vagina. <laughs> Because, you know, I I was just going for this pink Tadalac shower. This Tadalac is a form of plaster, which is very smooth and a bit shiny. And so, and of course, you know, you know, all of the, part of the thing uh, with Tadalac is that you have, everything has very flowing, smooth, soft, rounded corners and such. Um and so, of course, it was going to end up looking like a beautiful, a beautiful vagina, <laughs> and um, and it and it's got and it's got a, an unusual opening, um, which is which is like half. It's like the bottom half of a vagina. So it's not quite the whole vagina, but that would be epic, wouldn't it? Actually, mm, now you've got me thinking. Maybe Ooh. we need to make it an entire vagina. Okay. I mean, if there's, if there's anyone that can guide you in the right direction, it's, it's this, me. It's this I've lady. I've seen many, here. many, many. <laughs> What's your favourite thing about vaginas? <laughs> oh, yeah. Go on. What's my favourite thing? I'll tell you my favourite thing is that, I'll tell you my favourite thing is that they are designed for childbirth, as in, I don't like this whole myth that you have a baby and everything is in inverted commas ruined because nobody says about a penis, mm -hmm. oh my God, you're going to get an erection and then it will go away and then it's going to be like stretched and ruined forever. No one ever says that, but there's this whole myth that mm -hmm. once you've given birth, everything's trashed. It's not because it's an elasticated tunnel built to stretch and accommodate mm -hmm. babies, tampons, all sorts of things. That's my favourite thing about the vagina is that it is so elastic, elastic, life-giving, magical, and unique. Yeah. And unique. Everyone's unique. Are we? Are we going to go around the room That's now and lovely. talk about our favourite things about vaginas? Because I'm not sure. I want to <laughs> she ask. doesn't want to talk about them anymore. Sure. <laughs> I tell you something. I tell you something. I learned which is amazing. It's not really about the vagina, but it's about erectile tissue. Yes. Um, which, of course, we have erectile tissue in the form of the uh, clitoris. Is that our only erectile tissue? Yes, but also they only learned, it's something crazy, like 10, 15 years ago, the actual true size of it. And everyone thought it was just the little nubbin, but actually yeah. it's like 
huge. And it's like a wishbone, isn't it? Yes, and it extends down and and there's a lot to learn. I mean it's basically like a little internal there's a lot to learn penis. about the clitoris. A lot. Right, I'm going to switch the focus now. <laughs> Charlotte, we would like to know, what do you do? I mean, you have a very busy life, very busy work life. You're obviously opening a new business, very busy family life. You have a young child again. What do you do for your own wellness, self-care, sanity? How do you, how do you manage it all? Um, well, what I tend to do is... Um, I tend to make myself very strict routines of things that I will plan to do and then totally fail to do them. Um, And then then what I do is I do what I fancy on the day and I just take it easy and I'm a bit gentler on myself. And sometimes that might be journaling. Sometimes it might be going for a walk in the woods. Sometimes it might be singing to the land. Sometimes it might just be putting on Beyonce and twerking as hard as I can outside. Outside. Um, so really, it is. But but just outside. Just as long as as long as as much as possible, it's outside. I mean, there are other little like tricks. So things like for like I I really really love getting up early. I love getting up before anybody else is up. It's my time. It's free time. You know, if there's nothing else that I should be doing, and so that I feel that I'm you know not. Uh, that I'm letting anybody else down like it is absolutely uh, unquestionably my time so um the earlier I get up the better because that really gives me a, a nice a nice chunk of time in the morning and so sometimes with practices like journaling I try and create a beautiful little setting for myself so even if it's just like um a really nice pen Aww. a really nice pen and a really nice journal book. I light a candle. I have um, I have a nice drink, whatever that is. Sometimes it's a herbal tea. Sometimes it's a coffee, um, and a blanket. And I just create this little, this beautiful little vignette of experience for myself, which makes me want to get out of bed. So even right. if I'm a bit tired, I'm like, mm, but, there's, but there's that, which is really nice. <laughs> That's filled with such self-love, isn't it? Even the blanket and the drink and the and the candle, you make it such a gorgeous experience. That's really lovely, really lovely. Yes. So I think a lot of the time with all of this stuff, right, it's about your own creativity. Um, and, and so what, what, what can you personally do for yourself, which is totally unique and bespoke, for you yes. that that just makes you feel marvelous and and that i think is magic that is what magic is all about is 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 creating using your own creativity to to really bring forth something because you know other practices whether it's a breathwork thing or whether it's shirinyoku or you know that is sort of other people's magic that they found of, of ways in which to soothe themselves. Um, but really the most powerful thing that you can do is create your own magic, which is to use your own creativity to make something really, really special for yourself. Lovely. Thank you. That was so lovely. And it's so true. I mean, Lauren and I have a totally different way of looking after ourselves, but both are just as powerful and just as effective. Charlotte, we are 
So delighted to have had you on the show. Thank you so much for your time today. We're going to see you in person in a few months. I can't wait. We we cannot. And we will do some lovely singing. Okay. We'll do some lovely singing and you'll just have to suck it up. I'll be fine with listening to Charlotte singing, I promise you. (laughs) You want to be listening to me, my love. We'll all be listening to each other. Thank you so much for your time and we can't wait to meet you in person. Yes, it's going to be lush. Can't wait to meet you. Bye.